welcome to this, our final Heralds of the MCU uh, for... For now. WandaVision. Right, for now. That's what I say. Not final one, but final one for now as we wrap up WandaVision. Uh, I am your host, Maria. And as always, I am joined by my two co-hosts, Manira. Hi guys. <laughs> my hand Fuck always has you? to right, my hand always has to go up and wave like a like a weird owl. <laughs> um and Eric. Good day. Ooh. Mm, Giving you the one froggy hands. today. <laughs> All right, so before we break down the the finale, finale as a whole, or, or break it down, it actually can be pronounced both ways. Go it fuck yourself. It can. It's a, little too, it's a little too early for the children to be fighting. Did, did no, the theater major tell yet. you that? <laughs> no, but they told me to tell you to go eat a dick. Anyway. That would be the first time um, I said that. that. I don't know why yeah. they would have said that. So before we get into actual a breakdown of the episode or of the, you know, of the end of this series, which makes me very sad, what were you guys feelings about it or about the series overall? And Manira, last week I, I messed this up, so I will be starting with you. What was your overall take on the series? Um, it was fantastic. I, I I loved the beginning, the middle, the end. I loved everything about it. I loved everything that we got out of it. Um, we got a Wanda origin story proper. Um, we got a very good closure with Vision, I think, for me. I don't want to speak for everybody else. Um, for the Vision that I believe we come to know. Um, and now we have another one that we can learn and grow with. Um, I mean, we got Monica out of this, so Monica. Yay, right? Um, I just, and we got Agatha. Like, <laughs> this is, it was, it was great. It was fantastic. I loved everything about this series. I'm very sad that it's ending, but I'm, I'm very excited to see what comes next. So, yay! I, I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Eric, you're nodding your head. I, I, did you have some different thoughts? No, no, my thoughts pretty much echo Manira's as being very satisfied with this. I was nodding my head at something else that was going on, which is why my <laughs> mic was muted. Um, yeah, no, I'm extremely satisfied with this. This shows, um, it's kind of a, a stark comparison to things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which started out okay and, like, had varying degrees of success over the se- over the seasons. But then, like, you have some of these other Marvel shows, you know, Cloak and Dagger and mm-hmm. um, things like that, where, like, even um, Runaways it had its its bit of success but like yeah. we never got to this level because you can see what happens when like when mommy and daddy put all their attention on one kid yeah. the the other kids kind of just fall to the wayside and they're they're trying to be as good but you know that the that mommy's special star is going to do better this is mommy's special star this is yeah. what happens when all the attention and all the resources get put on one project and it makes me even more excited about falcon and winter soldier same same yeah i am i am also now very excited about fuckboy and winter soldier um, madam madam that's captain fuckboy to you right. <laughs> don't do that might be but y'all already know um i'm i'm really excited with the writing or you know I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with the writing because i think that this show is so well written like there's so many little nuggets of dialogue that you can hold on to and that you or at least for me i feel like are going to come to fruition in one way or another later on Mm -hmm. in the MCU. And I think that that the biggest takeaway for me was what a start, right? Because Mm -hmm. I think that for a lot of us, now that everything is with Disney, 
I don't think that we were ever concerned because the mouse don't mind spending money, mm-hmm. but there was always for me this question of how is this going to work? Now that all of the shows will be with Disney, it's not Fox, it's not, you know, Hulu, ABC, whoever else, it's all Disney. You know, are we going to see a step up in the level of shows? Are are they going to do them proper? Mm-hmm. And to Eric's point, we saw what happens when Marvel and Disney is focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, on only, one the, thing. Only, the only thing that makes me worry about this is like, this sets such a high bar right out of the gate. Can the other shows keep up with it? I, I think they can, but I think they're going to do it in their own ways. Yeah, because they're different. They are different characters. Like Wanda is her own character with her own backstory. Mm-hmm. Bucky and Sam are completely different characters with their own backstory, and the way that their story, the way that their story is written, should be completely different from Wanda. Yeah, because tonally they have to be different. Right. Like Wanda's story is about uh, about her her trauma and her right. anguish and. Like, this didn't really even become a superhero-y show yeah. until the last episode. We didn't really get, like, all that superhero action of people flying and magic. And, like, you had bits and pieces. But, like, I expect where something like Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. will focus heavy non-stop. on the action. Yeah, yeah. it's going to yeah. be nonstop from the So, I, I, again, they're, they're different genres. They're, like, I enjoy them peppering genres across their whole universe. Mm-hmm. So, if this I, is going to be our drama, then I'm, I look forward to, to the action. I think that the last thing that I'll say before we kind of break into um, the actual episode is that for me, I as excited as I might be for the next show, I'm more excited for the one after in Loki. And the reason being is that I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier, and that's the only time I'm going to say Falcon and Winter Soldier and not Fuckboy and Winter Soldier. I mean, um, when we when we podcast it, you should probably say his every, name every episode. Every episode. You, you, you're um, not excited for f- Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, f- f- fuck you. <laughs> um, but I think that of all of the series that we know about thus far, that is the one that is closest to um, the traditional MCU that we're used to. Right. So I don't think that it's going to take Marvel, Disney, a whole lot of, you know, like like really showing their chops to do this well. Whereas with WandaVision, it was completely out of the norm, completely something different than what they've previously done. And with the Loki series, I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit different as well. It's, again, just going to kind of show the breadth of Marvel, um, of the universe itself, how diverse the universe is. Um, and it should be really interesting. But I have no doubt that Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be amazing because it's go- probably going to be so much like the movies that we're used to. I I agree, but I disagree. I agree okay. with that. It should be like the movies that we are used to. However, there should be a bit of... There should be a bit of why... This black man was chosen to be Captain Ma- uh, Captain America, oh. and the world said no. Yeah, and I, I've I've read a lot of the the articles, especially one of the head writers who is black, um, talking about that was one of his main goals to incorporate that into the story. So I'm really excited about yeah. that. Like not just okay. the action, because I know yeah. Marvel's these are hundred million dollar series. Right. These aren't you know 
Disney, you know, Disney Channel or fucking um, yeah. like Hulu. They're putting serious money behind that. You See, can tell. I haven't read anything, so that was yeah. news yeah. to me. So yeah, that sounds. Yeah, you can yeah. tell with yeah. the level of like special effects, especially in this last mm-hmm. episode with like all the CG going on, some characters being fully CG, things like that. Like they're they're dropping that money because they also, know that they're getting those subscriptions. Are you watching it right now? Because I can see it. I am. You can okay. see it in the reflection behind <laughs> <Yes>. me. <laughs> Sorry. You are a fiend, woman. You are a fiend. (laughs) All right. So with that, let's go ahead and really get into it. And let's start with our witchy ladies. Agatha versus Wanda. That was just, ooh. So Eric, I mean, obviously we ladies are excited about this. Like, what did you think about how their battle, which kind of started in episode eight, kind of carried over and and finished in episode nine i was very impressed i like a lot of cg but it's good cg you can tell when they're doing digi doubles but like it's one of those things where if you do it at night it looks totally different than if you're doing it during the day which is where most of this episode takes place Mm -hmm. even before excuse me even before wanda like rolls back the hex Mm -hmm. yeah no it looked great um Wanda got a, 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 a fucking dope new costume, which I'm Oof. very happy about. She looks amazing. Yeah, it looks yeah, really cool. Is. They finally gave her the headpiece proper. Yeah. Um, and they even modified it. Like, one of my favorite things about these shows has been seeing them take bits and pieces and elements of popular storylines and fit it into their narrative without having to force the narrative of those shows, of those, uh, those comics into the show, mm-hmm. which... Uh, unfortunately, that's where the internet gets so kind of in their their feelings because they're like, oh, well, they, they did this, but it, it's supposed to work like this. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's not how it works. You can yeah. take bits and pieces. Like, you know, if I make a delicious sandwich and you make a, sa- a sandwich as well, but you take some of my ingredients, it's not the same sandwich. It's still a tasty sandwich. Enjoy the fucking sandwich. Yeah. Eat now your sandwich and sandwich. shut up. <laughs> I haven't had breakfast. Now I want a sandwich. Thanks, Eric. All right. Yeah, I, I think that that's a really valid point um, with with kind of just the overtone. But I, yeah. I want to get a little deeper. Well, not, not to mention, like, both actresses have been phenomenal this series. Like, yeah. if I don't see them get some type of Emmy nods for this, I, I would be sorely disappointed. Yeah. I, yeah. I, oh. Is it me? Is it my yeah, turn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to step on your, I didn't want to step on your toes. Um. I genuinely enjoyed that Agatha never really changed her position of I want power. I want the power that you have. I know about the power that you have. You have no business having that power. I should have it. Give it to me. And Wanda never changed her position of I don't know what power you're talking about. I just really want this family here, but you're you're doing something and you're messing with my family. How dare you? Um, but also showing that she is a quick learner. Um, she was a quick learner in Age of Ultron. Like this, this isn't right. I should probably change sides. What do you think? And then getting that pep talk from Clint, she changed sides and was able to, you know, obliterate, if not all, um, of Ultron's. Um, I just I really enjoyed this fight and I'm glad that they didn't obliterate Agatha we kept yeah. her 
I, I was very pleased with that. I was like, don't do that thing where you kill off the villain. Yeah. She's been such a good villain, and you want to save someone like that for more important shit. Like, this is important enough because it's an amazing show, but, like, yeah, I want to see her again. Yeah. And it was a vi- it was villain in the, I just want power. Yeah. Because like, we still don't know what she wanted to do with that power. Well, I mean, she, she seems like she's someone who's been... I don't know if she's been drinking the life force of people to stay young because the first time we saw her was in the 1600s. But like, clearly, she has no problem taking what she wants. But at the same time, the real villain of the story is Wanda, right? And, and I, technically, I the, the real villain—the real villain—is grief. Yeah. When okay, so <laughs> grief. Oh, when they okay, when Agatha started taking the people out of Wanda's. Um, out of Wanda's like little hex mm-hmm. and they like started when Dottie or what's her name? Sarah said, mm-hmm. um, I've got a kid, your, your son's age. They could be friends or Billy or bullies. Just get her out of the room. So yeah. that let us know that's where all the kids were. Just well, she she was rooms. like, you know, I, I can, whatever storyline you want right. to do, we'll do it. Just, you know, we're in pain. Right. But also on top of that, when they're like, Lynn, you let us sleep. We have your nightmares. I want to come back to that because I don't know that if you have her nightmares, you should really be looking at her the way that you're looking at her because you've you've been living through what she's living through. So you know her well, type of pain. Well, yes and no, right? Because that's assuming that they assume her nightmares are tied to any sense of reality or her reality or things that she's experienced. And they're not just nightmares. You know what yeah. I mean? So so for, for folks like... But she's like, an Avenger in this, what's his name? And they know what that is. I mean, Well, yes. yeah, but still, random nightmares are weird and freaky. Right. They don't have to be based on, like, her trauma and grief. She might just have a, a nightmare about being chased by a lobster or something. Right, right. And, and not only okay. that... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you have to think, not only that, too, like... The same way in our world there is a hierarchy amongst Avengers, there's probably a hierarchy in their world as well. So while they may know she's an Avenger, Avenger, do they really consider her a Avenger? Yeah, especially the last the the the, the main thing that most of most people know her from is the Lagos attack, yeah. where she accidentally killed a bunch of people. She didn't have a like as Hayward mentioned, she doesn't have a cool nickname up until now. You know, so they just know her as Wanda Maximoff, who was radicalized as a teenager and and went to work for Hydra and now is an Avenger. Mm-hmm. So for the public to not trust her seems, you know, seems reasonable. But at the same time, she's also been torturing these people, you know, even inadvertently for several weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I, the thing for me with Wanda and, and Agatha that I loved was just magic. Just give mm-hmm. me all of the magic. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like their dialogue the conversation, the introduction of the Darkhold proper, like all of this this was really lead up for Doctor Strange. And I loved every second of it because I find it almost impossible to believe that we won't see both of these characters in Doctor Strange. Well, the nugget Um, that Agatha dropped was, you know, you're on on some levels, you're you're more powerful powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme. And Mm -hmm. I hope that that's highlighted and underlined and circled. Because mm-hmm. the whole um, with little hearts she, around it, right? She could have <laughs> she could have taken out Thanos by himself. Is still widely like, well, maybe she couldn't have because girl. No, 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 no. no we no. saw her <laughs> doing so. So don't do that. So that little bit needs to be 
emboldened and put everywhere so that when it happens in the movie, it's not well. Well, actually, no, 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 no. We said back then that we will she have was, no so. mansplaining right. on this one. Yeah, yeah. No. Like we have no physical proof for right, like yeah. a five minute scene in Endgame. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and and I think that between that, you know, building up that area because I. I know that they haven't really touched on it yet, and it seems like when you think about what's happening in this phase, it seems a little all over the place, but I don't really think it is. I think that they spent a lot of time in the original phases of introducing us to the straight-up heroes Mm -hmm. and some of the cosmic stuff, but not really a Mm -hmm. lot of the cosmic stuff, and I feel like this phase is going to be very cosmic and magic-heavy, which makes me very happy because that's my favorite part of all of this. So I think that them really letting that dialogue happen, letting Agatha be the embodiment of the big bad, although like Eric said earlier, the real big bad here was fucking grief, Mm -hmm. Um, but letting her be that and not giving us the, it was Mephisto all along. Yeah. It was amazing, and it yeah. made me very, very happy. Can Can I just take a second to gloat to the internet? If you were like. fucking wrong. It wasn't <laughs> Mephisto. It wasn't some other cosmic or fucking magical deity. Enjoy the story you're given. Eat your yeah. fucking sandwich. <laughs> Stop trying to add shit. Well, that and theories are fun, but at the end of the day, you're not the writers. So, yeah. you know. Quit, just, quit trying. Like every fucking YouTube video that I see that says, this is why it's Mephisto. It's not. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, their tears. They taste so good today. So good. So delicious. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Hot cup of tears. Ah. Mm. Mm. I mean, you know, like when you. The fun of theories is to have theories yeah. as someone who theorizes. Yes. The fun of theories is to have theories and then when they're not right, be like, oh, well, this makes more sense. Mine was fun, but this is fun as well. I don't, mm-hmm. it's not, you're not getting paid for them. I, at least I'm not getting paid for them. No. So when they well, don't I come mean, true, I'm not the, like, the, the guys that are making these clickbait videos are getting paid for them by people clicking on them because they're like, oh, well, I need to see why this guy's right. Yeah, right. but also... You've built a community, and you have a group of friends on the internet. No, 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 that no, you no, can no, no. Fuck to. community. No? Oh, that's okay. not what it's about. That's oh, not, it's about right. it's about being right, Manira. Oh. See, see, I, I don't fear. Theory, I don't do theory right. I think, <laughs> I think I think we need Eric to help mansplain how this works because clearly you don't understand it. It's about being right. I mean, being right is a really good feeling. Man, you know that. Every, everyone knows that. But at the I, same I time, was, yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, I was I was happy that we as a show were right about the idea. And we weren't even right. We were asking for it. So mm-hmm. thank you, Mouse, yeah. for giving us what we wanted and letting it just be Agatha, which feels insulting to say just be. Because did you see that, bitch? Yeah. Black fingers, purple flying, the whole nine. Like, she's amazing. Yeah, and they, they, took, they yeah. took a lot of hints from her comic book costumes and things mm-hmm. like that, and they modified it for Catherine Hahn. And a lot of this should be on Katherine Hahn for delivering an amazing yes. performance. She's going to be a fucking problem when Wanda lets her back out. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh yeah, she is. And I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, she is. Also, really quickly before we move on to the visions, what did you think about the big Ralph reveal, Manira? Because I know you were feeling some kind of way about Ralph the whole uh, time. I, 
you know. <laughs> I was so happy that was what it was. Like Ralph, like that's another one where they just shit on the internet theories about Evan Peters playing yeah. the character. Like, oh yeah, he's from the X Men dimension. No, he's a fucking broke actor named Ralph Boner who lives in New Jersey. Listen, as much as I want mutants in the MCU, I'm fine with this too. I yeah. all if all of my th- all of my theories were debunked, I don't I don't care because I enjoyed what I got. Well, I feel like Disney purposely casts mm-hmm. Evan Peters to blow up the internet with that theory. Showing up at the end of that episode, people were like, oh my God, this proves it. Doesn't, didn't prove shit. Didn't prove it, but we got you. We got you talking. And you know what? And I was fine with all of that because I very much enjoyed the ride. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like we like we talked about last week, to mutant or not to mutant, mm-hmm. they, mutants are not off the table it's yet. It's not, no. And... Again, to Eric's point, which I did agree with, which is do it slowly, it doesn't get any slower than this. So I'm all for it. But the twist with Ralph was a nice little fuck you to all of us. And and I actually enjoyed it. It was nice. It was nice to not know because that's the whole thing. What the fuck is the point of watching the show if you already know what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Let let the writers do their job. Let them do their job. And they all, they did the Lord's work with this. So let's move on because as amazing as Wanda and Agatha were, the visions. Oh, my gosh. You know what I loved about the visions? The fact that their fight wasn't even a real fight. No. He they he fought him with logic. Uh-huh. It was the most robotic thing you can do. And I was like, it's the, the the Theseus argument, which is also if you've ever read John Dies at the End, it's the same thing about the the axe. You know, if mm-hmm. if you replace pieces of the axe and eventually every la- old piece is replaced with a new piece, is it still the same axe? Um, he broke his brain with logic, and I was like, "This is this is the fight that I want." Like yeah. it it made sense for him and and Ultron to go up against each other because Ultron, you know, was an emotional robot and had his own shit going on. But like, Vision knows Vision. He's like, "You're me. I know you. You know me. Let's talk about this. We don't have to fly around. We don't have to punch and shoot at each other." They're like, like "That's clearly getting us nowhere." <laughs> literally, just sitting in the library, which I thought in the was library. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Floating around each other. Having a having, thought argument. Having a thought <laughs> argument in the most snarky of British ways yeah. was just amazing. It I also like the, the work that they did on uh, on White Vision's costume. There are so many little tiny subtle changes to his costume to make him look a little bit more aggressive. Um, like not just the coloring and things like that, but like there's extra lines added to his face and extra lines added to like his suit and things like that. It's such a good job because you could have just been like, oh, palette swap vision. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also do enjoy that the Internet uh, saying that white vision was just born, but already has an 800 credit score. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong, though. He like and another one. Kudos to Paul Bettany because he played the exact same character, mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was a clear difference between the two visions outside of how they looked. And it sounded Just, like his voice got a little bit like two octaves mm-hmm. deeper. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was yeah. a difference. Well, they, in they, they robotically made it a little like more robotic, but also he sounded like he was being a little more snarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just the facial expressions. They were to Eric's point, very outside of the makeup, the expressions, his eye movement, everything was so subtly different that yeah. it was. Ugh. When yeah, he, when so he realized good. that he was a pawn, 
I, I mm. was like, oh, no. Oh, no, baby. <laughs> oh, no, baby. And I also liked it. Like, he wasn't like, oh, well, I'm fake and you're real. Right. Because he was like, well, there's not an ounce of me is actually real. Right. And you're you're just a, a re, uh, you're, you're a dead body. But, like, mm-hmm. as a synthesoid, you should still have access to all your memories. memories. Let me help you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was that was so nice. So that we still we did get the vision back, the real vision, yeah. and he has all of his memories. And I, I'm I, interested to see I where that goes. I wanted them to just fuse right there. I wanted a little fusion. I, I did, but at the same whoosh. time, like at the same time, it would have taken away from Wanda's version yeah. of the vision and their yeah. like super emotional ending, which yeah. was like mwah, chef's kiss to yes. that to the writers. <gasps> And even, like, him knowing that he wouldn't be able to stay and, like, telling her, like, you'll sort it out, but not for us. Not for us, right. Uh, I was like, oh, no, you don't do it. You're, oh, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> tear, tear coming down. And then yeah. the whole, like, um, you know, I've been this, I've been that. Who knows what I'm going to be, be this next time? time. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, no. And that was, that was uh, not even with the kids as well, like, tucking them in and everything. That little Wiccan with his fucking face and those he's big so eyes. Mm-hmm. God, he's so cute. I love he's him. so cute. Oh. Oh, I want to see that baby again. <laughs> he's so cute. Well, I think, I feel like this is the perfect segue into let's talk about Wanda and this family. Um, for all intents and purposes, Wanda doesn't have a family anymore, no. um, which makes us, what well, makes me very, very sad. But... Let's talk a little bit about how much just the family unit played in these battle sequences and everything towards the end, and then obviously the end. So, Manira, I'm going to start with you because although I did not watch it with you, in my mind as I was watching it, I already knew that you were probably a blubbering, sloppy mess as you were watching this episode, especially the first time. So, you know, what was your take on the situation with the family and and kind of how things played out? Fun fact, I was not a blubbering mess the first time. The first time, I absorbed everything. Yeah? The second time, everything hit me. And I, as I was um, listening to them say the goodbyes that they said with with the boys and then the basic breaking down what their love means to one another and how her love for vision was able to make a vision, make the vision of her thoughts and dreams and her pain and grief. I started to, that's when I started to blubber, but no, um, I mean, we got a superhero family. Yay. <laughs> when they all look like the fucking Incredibles. Yeah. They literally had the Incredibles <laughs> pose going and I was like, ah, all right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I love the Incredibles. So I was like, yeah, no, it's, Fly fucking around and, you know, take take care of the military, boys. You were you were born for this. Take care of that. And they, they're – I love those little boys. Not not so much speed, but fucking Wiccan. Oh, that – his fucking face. They did such a good job with the casting of that little boy. Yeah. Ah, I care about him so fucking much. I care about him so much. It might not be the last time you see him. I Listen, I hope it's not. Maybe – okay. Maybe not that little boy, but I I feel like we'll see Wiccan and Speed again. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it feels like especially with the 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 stinger that we get at the end, like we yeah. might see we might see a version of them, or we might see those those same two actors again in I Doctor hope it's Strange. Those two, I hope so too. God, yeah. I hope it's those two. So, Eric, what was what was your take on the on the family situation and just kind of Wanda's evolution in general from where we started to where we ended? 
Uh, I'm I'm a thousand percent happy with with the way that the story played out. Like I knew, as I said before in previous episodes, we would get a happy ending, but I didn't. I knew we weren't going to get a happy ending for Wanda and Vision and their family. Um, there was just no way for this to work out, and they they did it the way that uh, if I was writing the show, I would have gone the same route with them, kind of getting their their final goodbyes, but at the same time being exactly where we were when we left off emotionally. Yeah. But Wanda clearly has been on a vision because I uh, see what I did there. Wanda has been <laughs> on a she's been on a quest and she's learned a lot about herself, her powers. And um, clearly she's awakened this uh, this creature, the Scarlet Witch, which is apparently prophesized kind of like the Phoenix, uh, but not a mutant. So go fuck yourself, Internet. Um, and from the, the, the stinger we get at the end, she is ad- advancing on those powers. I don't know if she took the dark hold from. Um, Oh, I'm from positive she did. Yeah. Yeah. Agatha. Yeah. She did. And I, I feel like the next time we see Wanda, if it really is in Doctor Strange, which I believe was watching Jimmy Kimmel the other night and they interviewed her and she said she's currently in London filming Doctor Strange 2. Okay. So uh, we're, we're going to see her again in that. And I feel like we're going to have an even more powerful version of Wanda by then. I think when she blipped away and um, she saw Agatha, I think when she blipped away, she was either taking the dark hold or she was reading something up on the dark hold because that's when she did. Yeah, the, I think when, that's when she when she was casting her runes around yeah. the uh, around yeah. the hex. And so I think that's when she got the I think that's when she got the dark hold from um, Agatha because Agatha was too busy watching Monica and the boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was getting ready mm-hmm. to do something there too. So yeah, that's when I think she got it. I I just think that. The way that they ended it with the family and her getting to say her goodbyes Mm -hmm. was really, really important and critical to the character herself and Mm -hmm. her development because now I think that the Wanda we see in the future is not going to be as emotional or not going to be driven by her grief Mm -hmm. at least, right? Now she's going to be very focused as Mm -hmm. we'll talk in a little bit, you saw in the stinger, She's going to be very focused. She is going to be really trying to harness her power and understand exactly what she is. More knowledgeable. And that is scary. Yeah. That yeah. is hella scary mm-hmm. when you think about it. So I think that it was just incredibly well done. Well, yeah, because in in this show, she's basically she's turning her grief into a reality as kind of a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And she did it kind of without thinking about it, which right. just shows her mm-hmm. true power. But like anyone with natural talent, natural talent plus practice and ability, you're going to get the the, the peak version of that person. Yeah. So I think when we see her next, especially seeing her, you know, flipping them pages, doing getting her Doctor Strange on, just being very litigious with her her reading, like we're going to get kind of a badass even more so than we had before. So excited. (laughs) Absolutely. So so let's move on, because, you know, the one thing that this 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 series did was they really did try to tie up all of the loose ends before they wrapped or as they wrapped, Um, which means that we've got to talk about the trio and what was going on with them and what we think is going to be going on moving forward. So Eric, let's start with you. Obviously Monica is kind of the, the Diana Ross of these Supremes, (laughs) uh, but there was a little something for each of them. So, Eric, what was your take on, on how we ended with the trio in this series? Um, I will say the one thing that I was a little disappointed about was that we only had Darcy for, like, one scene, and she got, like, two lines, and 
kind of disappeared. And then even at the end, she's like, oh, well, Darcy said, you know, she said this and then she she took off. Do you think that there's something to read into with that? I would hope so. But at the same time, I, I hope she shows up in uh, Thor Love and Thunder. I just feel like. I don't know the- if it was maybe like an editing decision and they were like, oh, well, we, we shot this, but we don't really need it. And we're trying to get to all the, you know, we got to hit beat A, B and C. And a couple of extra lines for Darcy don't really like we got to bring back Darcy and we got to see her, you know, evolve as a character. Mm-hmm. But we don't really need her for the rest of this series. Let's let it be. We'll let it be serious with Wanda and Vision and then we'll we'll, we'll keep her out of the stingers, you know, the two that we got. Why, Manu, right. do you think that there's more to it? I don't. With Darcy? Well, on first watch, no. But then second, I just, how, mm, I don't know. I mean, I guess she could just tell Jimmy, no, I don't want to be debriefed right now. I want to go home because I've been in the hex and you haven't. Yeah. And so that has been working, you know, wearing on me. But yeah. then also, I don't know. I don't know. I would hope maybe maybe they don't want to tell it to Jimmy because Jimmy is very earth based. Yeah. Maybe um, because I mean the reveal that we get with Juan, uh, with uh, with Monica is that she's she's going to go up into space to see Nick Fury because mm-hmm. she she meets another scroll and um, at first I was like wait what why is she not reacting differently and I forgot she knew scrolls from her childhood right so um, maybe the scrolls got to her and were like hey come to space with us just don't tell Jimmy yeah. Because you're you're a smart human, you know about the radiation and all that. that what, my wish for Jimmy is that after Monica meets with Nick Fury and you know gets the plan on what sword should actually be from what her mother wanted it to be, mm-hmm. um, comes back down to sword and goes to Jimmy and is like, "Hey, I need somebody that I know I can trust. Come on over to sword." Yeah, I would like to see Jimmy take on. Like, Monica is going to be doing a lot more superhero and space mm-hmm. stuff. I'd like to see uh, Jimmy take on the the, the Tyler role, like, and yeah. do it, you know, as someone with a fucking conscience. Right. Yeah. yeah. But can we can we talk about Tyler for a second, though? Uh, if there was one, if I had to give a negative, that would be my only negative, that I felt like they were trying to wrap up so much so quickly that some things got exactly the amount of detention that they deserved and then other things didn't like i wish they would have made the episode maybe 10 to 15 minutes longer mm-hmm. so that we yeah. could have properly tied up some of these loose i mean ends. i think this was also the longest i think it was at uh, what almost 46 minutes so yep yep it was the longest one should have been an but, hour <laughs> it should but, but like darcy trapping him and then you see him being hauled off in handcuffs like that just was not enough like well, nowhere near what i wanted for him i feel like he was he was our red herring villain the whole time like his whole purpose was to get us to white vision which he did but at the same time like they still leave him in play he goes to jail Mm -hmm. who knows who he meets in jail you know kind Mm -hmm. of like um in spider-man homecoming where where you know the vulture goes to jail but he meets the scorpion in jail and Mm -hmm. you know so it, well, it's one of those things where thing if he's in gin pop, he'll meet a whole a list a of whole people. lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, too. And we also still don't know whether or not Hayward was working for himself mm-hmm. or working or for someone else. else. Yeah. And I was really hoping that we would get at least a little bit of a clue or a little insight into that. And we didn't. So that was a little. Yeah, it's it's one of those things we have so many stories going on at once. Like mm-hmm. you got to wrap up the main things as best as can, and if you have some some you know a couple of little breadcrumbs that fall off to the side, you know t- just let them be until Eat he pops up again. Yeah, <laughs> which 
Which, as we know, they always pop, pop up again. Up, right. They don't die. We're going to see them that's, again. That is yeah. one of the things I do love about Marvel is, like, they'll bring back a character. Like, um, in Spider-Man Far From Home, the the um, the engineer that worked for Stark who was in Iron Man 1, mm-hmm. who was also yeah. what's named from A Christmas Story. But, like, they brought him back a decade plus later. Yeah. After a minor role getting yelled at by Obadiah Stane, like, right. and he's he's one of our main villains yeah, in the movie. Now. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Bring back these little characters every now and again. I think we will. I think he may be a foil for the the trio and the humans in our in our orbit. And this ended. This wasn't really their story, but they were associated with the story. So yeah. when we get to their actual story, then I think Hayward will come back. Yeah, like it, whatever happens to Jimmy, I think we might see him and Jimmy interact again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or Disney, you can give us an Agents of Sword show. I'm, I'm good with that. I would love that. You Do kind of right, got man. that Do with, it right. with Agents. <laughs> yeah, they touched on bits of that with Agents of Shield, and then they screwed it all up. Like they had the the thing where they were like, "Oh, they're going to space, so now they're going to be Agents of Sword." And then they were like, no, no, it's it's a future paradox thing, and then it's not going to matter after another season, and then we'll kill off a character, but they'll bring him back. All I wanted was a Deathlock show out of that, and they never gave it to me. Yeah. Well, listen, we, it's a new but day. You it's a new dawn, dawn right? <laughs> more, more importantly, we got full confirmation of Monica's powers in this show. Mm-hmm. Like, she went yeah, full we spectrum, yeah. and, like, bullets were passing through her, and... Fuck and, him for trying to kill those kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, with I mean, no, with no conscience, none. he was just like, "Fuck." They weren't kids. real. They're not real yeah, kids. Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't know well, that. He was shooting real bullets right. at them. Okay, no, no shrug, <laughs> no fucking shrug. Here's here's the thing about Monica. Before we move on, that I, I do want to touch on. You you can't kill someone's imaginary friend. Stop it. Well, he tried. Uh, yeah, he was gonna try. Big Bird would have something to say about that. Thank you very much. <laughs> um. How do we feel about her seeming to know how to just use her power? I don't know that she knew. I think she was just covering those kids. I think it was just her. Yeah, I think, I think, no, I I think she legit was just trying. She would have sacrificed herself to save the kids because that just seems like her character. But also, she delivered those kids. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think she knew. Like, exo facto, they were her babies too. Yeah. I think that she just, she was basically their godmother. Yeah, don't don't we don't shoot kids because we don't. Yeah, and right. I, I'm gotta I've gotta protect them. So I think I I don't think that she I don't. Think you gave her the push that she needed to to like yeah. fully activate her powers. Yeah. Which is which is kind of amazing to think about because she also is strong as fuck. Yeah, and we just got well. A traditionally, list. we don't know her full set of powers in the MCU yet. <sighs> I I feel like. I feel like they're going to come correct. I, I don't mm-hmm. feel like they introduce her in the show, show us her powers, allude to the fact that we know we're going to see her in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And no, no, no. I'm just saying I don't. Powers. I don't I, I want feel like them to give her most. I don't want them to to like uh, again with the the fanboys and you know oh the history of the character. Like you don't have to do everything of the history of the character. I see. Yeah. Just like. Yeah, if you want to tweak them a little bit, like maybe don't give her flight off the break, or maybe don't you know. Yeah. Let her evolve. Well, we'll have a whole movie for that. Yeah, Ugh. we're gonna see all the all the little Marvels in there because Miss Marvel's gonna be in it too. I enjoyed her telling Wanda, like Wanda's like, so you don't hate me, and she's like, no, like given the power, given your power, yeah, oh, I, I would have done it Wanda. too. Yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I don't, I don't hate you, Wanda, at all. 
Yeah. There would there would have been a giant hex around my house that I'm in currently, and y'all would have just dealt with it. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, you can try to make Wanda the villain, but she's yeah. really not really the villain. Not. Like depression and grief, and you know, yeah. therapy should be Nobody, your superhero. Like, right. Like literally, <laughs> no one is the villain because no. Agatha was trying to get power. She mm-hmm. wasn't like she was even like, look. I just want your power. Mm-hmm. I- I'll try to show you how to fix this, and you mm-hmm. can keep this little reality. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you people. keep this bullshit yeah. if yes. that's what you want. Yeah, she was not like I want to rule the world. You know, it was. It was a means to an end, right? Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. like that she also leveled with her. Like, listen, girl. Now that I've got this power, I want to let you know this is always going to be broken. Right. Right. Yeah. Sorry. There's no way you can try to fix it, but it's right. always going to be broken somehow. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, maybe m- m- therapy isn't magic. Maybe you should look into some of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. But therapy can be magical, y'all. Yeah, therapy can be it magical. can be a transformative Check experience. You don't mm-hmm. literally have to hijack a town in New Jersey. Do not. <laughs> no, knowing or non-knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Do not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, I mean, with that, obviously, we love the show. We want more. We know we're not going to get more of this particular series, but we want more of these MCU series in general. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm I'm a thousand percent happy with them doing this miniseries route. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I so know that, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be only be six episodes, so we're not going to get as much of it. Six. Yeah, just six. But are they six thirty minute or six hours? I don't know. I would assume they're six longer episodes. But yeah, um, Anthony so. Mackie confirmed it the other day. He was like, "Yeah, there's six episodes." Damn it! God damn it! No, I'm good with that. Fuck you! I'm not. Also, um, next week I know there's a break between um, this and then Falcon Winter Soldier this week. But next week Disney will be dropping a like a making of documentary of WandaVision the series. And I'm so, gonna eat it up. Yeah, I'm gonna eat it right up because they're gonna do all the behind the scenes stuff, and that that drops next Friday. All of it. I want all of it. Yeah. All right. Done and done. So, Similar to so, the way they did with the Mandalorian gallery series. All right. So I know that we had some feedback this week. Um, I know we have one voicemail. Did we have anything besides the voicemail? We had an add-on to the voicemail. Okay. Well, Manira, <laughs> then I will let you set this up. Because, uh, you know, grab bags are kind of your thing. Um, as far as the, the extra to the voicemail. Um, oh, okay. And so... I was like, I don't usually do the voicemails. What's going on? What are you talking about? <laughs> I got so worried. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's go ahead and let's listen to the voicemail first. And then you can tell us about whatever the add-on was. Okay. All right. So let's go. Hi, guys. It's your brother, KB, coming at you again. Decided to chime in with the old voice and let you know what I thought about the last episode. First off, Jimmy Wu is the man. Um, Wanda and Agatha, whew, that fight scene was movie level. And hearing Agatha tell Wanda that she's going to be more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, boom. Next up, we have White Vision. I'm glad that he got his memories restored. We'll see how that plays out because he's not the same person, even though he has his memories back. Up next, we got Monica. Glad she's got her powers going. And now that she's beamed up to the skulls, and I'm hoping Nick Fury, can't wait to see how that plays out. I can see her being part of the new Avengers, definitely. Um, Up next, 
Oh yeah. That last uh ooh that last credit scene. Whew. Wanda studying like Doc Strange in the cabin in the woods. All I'ma say is, whew, Doctor Strange next movie is gonna be totally awesome. Anyway, that's all my thoughts from the last episode. I'm glad Disney um stepped up and went all out for this show and can't wait to see what uh the next one's gonna bring us. Hopefully it can match or at least not be disappointing. And um that's all I got to say. Oh yeah. And in response to the query about apologizing about Eric being right all the time, I got one thing to say about that. I ain't taking it back. If you got a problem with it, see the big dog. Woof woof. I mean he's not he's not wrong. Shouldn't have to take all it back. Right. Oh it was all going so well. It was all going so well. And then we're just gonna disregard the last twenty seconds of that voicemail. Um, but I feel like KB hit all the notes, right, yeah. that we've been mm-hmm. talking about. Like he was, was completely right that the the fight was movie level. And that's what happens really when you was. put some real money and, and creative forces behind it. When you get to be the favorite child, that's what happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> mommy, mommy's little star. It's always she's, fun to be mommy's little star. Mm-hmm, she's putting your drawings on the on the uh-huh. on the fridge. Oh my gosh! All right, so the the, the um, Hulu and Netflix kids their their drawings are in the trash. They just put them in a folder somewhere. They're they're, good. they're down in the yeah. cupboard. Like they're like, good. sure, Punisher, your your show was cute. Oh, I get it. You used a lot of red. Ooh, mommy's mommy's little boy's a big boy now. What was the add-on? Because you said that KB had an add-on to his uh, his voicemail. What was the add-on? Okay, so um, he says, Hi, guys. This is in addition to my voicemail. I just realized Wanda's new uniform is a version of Magneto's. Now, this is the Fox Magneto. Um, mm-hmm. uh, see picture. Um, and which ending was better? WandaVision or Mandalorian? I, I feel like WandaVision is more tightly wraps up things. Um, somebody mentioned to me the other day, they were like, there's no no Luke Skywalker reveal type ending of this. And I agree, I but at the same time, that, I feel yeah. like this is more emotionally impactful. Yeah. Um, I, I feel some kind of way about that, right? Mm-hmm. Because, not going to lie, when we talked about The Mandalorian, when it ended, I, like every other Star Wars nerd out there, was completely stoked about the Luke Skywalker sequence. But in retrospect, it's a little bit of lazy writing, right? It's real easy to just send him off with Luke Skywalker and have all of the fans lose their shit because you brought back Luke Skywalker. I think that what... Uh, WandaVision and the writers of WandaVision did was a lot more difficult because they could have easily gone that that you know lazy route of like oh mutants oh big reveal oh here's Doctor Strange oh here's whatever and they didn't do any of that they kept it tight they wrote an ending that was incredibly impactful and appropriate for For the show and for Wanda so I'm well I I, think that this is a better ending I think it is a better ending, but I also am not going to shit on The Mandalorian because I feel like 
them working in Luke Skywalker within the timeline of because um, this is perfectly the timeline of Luke picking up new Jedi pupils mm-hmm. and leads up to what happened in, in The Last Jedi. So I think that was great, not to mention it. it's kind of the culmination of 40 years worth of history. Like, I, I watched a lot of the, like, some of them actually made me cry of, like, people showing their parents that episode of The Mandalorian where Luke Skywalker shows up and you can see that, like, these fucking nerds that have been invested in Star Wars since the late 70s and they're now in their 50s, 40s and 50s, like these these grown-ass men crying because Luke Skywalker showed up and it's all that they've wanted for the last 30 plus years. Um, it's very emotional. I think it worked for the story, but it's not the same emotion that you get from WandaVision. Both are good. Like you're, you're both pretty. You're both daddy's favorites. Yeah, no, no. There can be only one. Yeah. Um, that's why you, that's why you have two parents. One, yeah, you know, clearly MCU is mommy's favorite and Star Wars is daddy's favorite. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you that for some folks, um, it was like that big, finally he's back on screen. It was the payoff. Blah, blah, but, yeah. But it's still, he comes through, he does like, I think the, the, the thing that I loved about it the best was that it mirrored or mimicked um, Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One. Yeah. Um, in how they shot it, and I thought that was very apropos. But outside of that, it still felt a little easy to me. Well, it's also what a, they did with WandaVision. Yeah, so I was saying, I think emotionally it hits on two different levels. I'm just saying yes, both are yep. good, but for different reasons. Yeah. Um, I, I prefer this just on like an emotional level because I feel like they accomplished in eight, in nine episodes what it took Star Wars 40 years to do. If that makes sense, yeah. And and we both know that Kevin only wants uh, what you say. So, anyways, so <laughs> oh! let's just also. I do. I, I enjoyed the picture that he sent. <laughs> the only problem with that picture, and while I enjoy Magneto and most of the X Men movies, mm-hmm. that's his costume from Apocalypse, and we all know Apocalypse was fucking trash. Yeah. But it was right, nice well, to see them like fully embrace yes. the red outfit and gave her her proper superhero costume that wasn't just like a a jacket and a vest or some shit. Like this is and this feels some like moose. Yeah. yeah, hold on, and throwing some. Yeah, moose they gave her the big hair. hair. Yeah. I was like, oh, because oh, is this nineties Scarlet Witch charms? <laughs> all over the place, mm-hmm. and when she came down in full Scarlet Witch, I'm like, you are a baddie. Mm-hmm. You are a baddie right mm-hmm. now. I love everything about this. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know. Every episode to this point, we've kind of wrapped up with some last-minute conspiracies. And while the show is done, um, again, guys, the show is done. I'm so tired of people being like, oh, the season finale. It wasn't a yeah, season no, finale. It's, it's a mini-series. It's, a mini-series. it's done. <laughs> it's done, y'all. There's not going to be WandaVision season two. Um, we still got some last-minute conspiracies to kind of discuss because we finally got some stingers, more than one at the end of this episode. So, Manira, I think I'm going to go with you first. Based on the stingers that we got, do you have any last-minute conspiracies? Um, I think I said the one already for um, the first stinger with Monica going up, getting her marching orders from Nick Fury and what they've been doing up in the space station and coming Mm -hmm. back down and implementing that into the real sword. 
like I said, I want her to take Jimmy. I also want her to take Darcy because, um, you know, that's her. those are her friends and put them into sort and people that she can trust. It would be nice to see her pop up like her in space with Nick Fury because I have a feeling they mention they don't say him by name, but they're like, oh, an old friend of your mom's. He wants to meet you in space. Yeah. Like, And it's um, only Nick Fury. Clearly it's, it's Nick Fury. Friends. But You're I'm right. assuming Nick Fury will also show up in Captain Marvel 2. And I know mm-hmm. I was watching Brie Larson has her YouTube channel and she mentioned that they, they're going to begin filming Captain Marvel 2 in like the next couple weeks. So Also, her YouTube is delightful. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, really? Yeah. Yes. She has her, like, a lot of people gave her shit about, like, oh, she's so unlikable. Um, she basically, she mentioned that, like, she has social anxiety disorder and she is very much an introvert. And, like, a lot of the people take her, her seriousness as being antisocial or being, you know, the typical thing where if, like, if you're a woman and you say Smile, what you mean, sweetheart. yeah. They, they're like, oh, well, she's just a bitch. Like, yeah. no, like, let her have her, like, she, her YouTube channel is her talking about the things that she enjoys or, like, you know, talking about her, her workout regime getting in, in shape for Captain Marvel 2 or, like, just trying to bake some cookies or, like, she's a huge Nintendo nerd and she loves Animal Crossing and, like, the Nintendo Switch and things like that. Mm-hmm. She did a whole ad campaign she with did, Nintendo yeah. for, ador- for the Switch. It's adorable. Yeah. Like- She's so likable and like the internet hates her for some reason because she made comp she like she mentioned like she didn't care about the opinions of white men or something like that and like you know the white men came out of nowhere and were like, No, how dare you? How dare you tell us we can't be in charge after hundreds of years of being in charge? I've got zero problems with her in general. Mm You know, I am here for her telling everyone to shut the fuck up. But also I really love her as Captain Marvel. So I well, you you ask any fucking angry white nerd on the internet, they'll tell you that Captain Marvel is the worst Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And while it does have problems thematically, like it's a pretty good movie, and it's still made over a billion dollars. So I hmm. all right, right? Yeah, no it <laughs> it has it has issues with the okay. story, just like kind of fitting it into that '90s chunk. So, so we're trying to say that Captain Marvel's worse than. Uh, Thor, Thor, Dark, Thor, Dark World. Okay. Yeah, I know okay. that's okay. that's yes, yes, certain people, yeah. But no, nah, they they're just angry. Like her YouTube channel is very fun. Like she she's she's lately she's been doing a lot of things where she talks to other people about the impact of the Captain Marvel character. Um, and like there's a, a pro wrestler in the WWE that like uses like a, a version of her uniform as her costume. And like she had this whole emotional episode with her while they were like working out or whatever. It's really good. It is. Oh, I'm gonna have to check it out. I have yeah. not. I did not know that. But you know, the internet hates anyone who doesn't agree with what the internet says. So right. All right, well, I want to talk about that second stinger because the first one's cute. That's and I think the big we all one. know where that was going. Yeah. But that second one. Um, ooh, what do we think? I know that we have kind of theorized before that Wanda could be the bad in the next Doctor Strange movie. I, I don't know. I don't, I think. I don't think so. I think that she's going to come in and do some badass shit, but I don't think she's going to be the bad now because at least it seems like she's starting to work through her shit. That said, though, it could still be the case because you heard the kids saying, Mom, I need help, which kind of we touched on before when we talked about um, Agatha episodes back and the fact that at some point she actually helps restore the kids Mm -hmm. what do we think is going on here and do we think it's going to have a major impact on dr strange too i would like it to not be that she is the villain but that someone else is trying to come and take her power my my theory on that would be like yeah i think 
the this Scarlet Witch persona, which is very like you know Phoenix ish, I feel like she might be being influenced. Like someone is there. This might be actually Mephisto, mm-hmm. and I'll give it to you if I'm wrong, and it really is Mephisto in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want it to be like this is why it's Mephisto. This is why it's Mephisto every single episode. Like if it's if it pops up that like he was behind a lot of this and like just putting the the whisper in her ear like you can you can do what you you can make it real without the consequences and you see that in her um, in her her post credit where she's she's clearly she's studying this dark hold for for everything she can and that's when she hears the the kids voices so I'm assuming maybe she you know the the whole Doctor Strange two is called the Multiverse of Madness, Madness yeah. so like maybe she's found a dimension where they exist. Or she, like, I feel like we'll find, like, in the comics where they're, some, by, by hook or by crook, they become real people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want I it, and ruins. I want it to be that little boy. I love the ruins on the, um, on the, um, on the cabin. Yeah. Yes, me, me as well. I, I want that little boy as well. I also enjoy that she, she went straight Incredible Hulk, like, I'm going to move to the Alaskan mm-hmm. wilderness where no one's around and no one can bother me. Right. And I can't bother them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, this has been a, a literal roller coaster of emotions. Or with Wanda, Wait, maybe what? maybe her being in the Alaskan uh, wilderness, she's created another smaller hex, just that no one knows where she is. Because I'm pretty sure the government is probably looking for her after yeah. everything that happened. So who knows? Although they shouldn't leave her the fuck alone. Well, she she right. did still kind of kidnap their people. Their heads hurt for a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm they're eternal, they're eternal torment. You. Just a little bit of eternal torment. God, suck you. it up, Fuck New Jersey. Those people, right? <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> you, right. you live in, in New, New Jersey. Jersey. It's bad enough. God, exactly. <laughs> this isn't really even the worst put, thing that's happened to you. She really cleaned up your uh, your little town. Your town was a shit town, and she really cleaned Thank that you. up. Thank you. I didn't. I felt bad saying it the last time, but then when like when the hex was coming in, I was like, oh, someone needs to rake these leaves. Jesus Christ, wash that. That, that fucking Hyundai. Mm-hmm. Do something with this town. Nope. Yes. Ugh. All Wanda right, did, and they got it in there. They got all <laughs> upset about it. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, she made a perfect recreation of the '50s without the racism, guys. Right. <laughs> Can we just stay here?" <laughs> nope. Nope. Heaven forbid. All right, guys. Well, as always, we definitely want to thank you for listening and watching. If you like this episode, please rate us. Drop a review. You know, just just acknowledge the fact that you like us. Um, also, make sure that you tell a friend that will actually listen or tell another friend. I mean, hey, y'all worry hey, about. Hey, y'all know how it's this okay. Goes. We like you, too. <laughs> we do. You we do. listening or watching right now, we like you, too. We like you just the way you are. <laughs> Shout out to, to, to Mr. Rogers. There it is. Um, also, make sure that you subscribe to the channel, obviously, um, and to the podcast. Cast, as we do lots of different things, you can to the get podcast. all of it to the podcast. Yeah, because we give kids, wow. Eric. Right. I mean, when you got these big succulent lips, you just you do it. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Ooh, all They've right. been called DSLs before. They're not wrong. Yes. Wow. <laughs> All right, guys, before before we we devolve into the multiverse of madness, uh, we do want to let you know that we have branched out. Uh, We are doing this podcast specifically. It's our our, multiverse of madness. It it is our multiverse (laughs) of madness. Um, We're doing this one specifically for our Marvel Marvel fans. Marvel. Marvel. Now I'm from New Jersey. Um, (laughs) When did Terrence Howard show up? (laughs) Come on, man. Come on, Um, man. Let's talk about these Marvels. 
<laughs> we won't have a Herald's episode next week. However, we will be back for the. I was gonna say because if we if we did one next week, it would just be an hour of me talking about the the visual effects behind WandaVision when they do this little behind the scenes episode. No one wants that. Somebody might. We'll Somebody about, might. Right? But, yeah. we'll <laughs> As of right now, we don't plan on doing an episode next week, but we will be back for uh, the premiere of. Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Soldier. Say it right, bitch. The Falcon <laughs> and, and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Oh, I'm sorry. The Fuckboy and Winter Soldier. Madam. Um, and so we hope that you will come back and, and watch it with us and, you know, listen to me probably talk shit about Anthony Mackie while loving the show. Um, yeah, so you you are, can talk all the shit you want about his weird shaped head or the yeah, fact I that. Hate th- him. Yeah, he just has a weird face, but I, I like I watched his Hot Ones interview this week, and he talked about like him him being at Juilliard and being a like a professional like play actor and all that. I was like, okay, I give you respect as an actor. It doesn't mean you don't look like a fucking like you know that that old Snoop video where like the people turned into dogs. He looks yes. like he's kind of stuck in between one. Stuck in between, he does. Yeah. that's actually very good. He um, can't help that. <laughs> anyway. He can't, and that's why I respect him as an actor, and I will respect the show. He's just weird right. looking. <laughs> anyway, um, if you are into MMA, you can join us for throwing bows. And as a matter of fact, there's some pretty big fights this weekend. So we'll a lot be of championship about fights. those. Yeah. Throw them bows. To it. It's going to be crazy. Um, and then lastly, if you're into POCs talking about British shows, we have Cup and Saucer for you. I know British. British. It's saucy. Right. And- it's all full of the sauce, isn't it? Oh British, my God. and we're branching out to French. Yeah, we're just, we're, gonna, we're gonna so go European. European. We we right. just wrapped up as of yesterday. We just wrapped up on Gangs of London, which was a violent delight. Mm-hmm. I suggest you go and listen to those. So we're we're jumping into uh, into Netflix's Lupin uh, starting next week. Mm-hmm. Um, full full disclosure: I am just now getting into uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock Holmes, and oh, I've been so binge watching it. Y'all, y'all can go back and do that one too. I mean, I know it's an oldie but goodie, but still, oh my god, it's so good! It's so good. All right. Uh, I'm, I may also recommend if you enjoy Benedict Cumberbatch, go check out Four Lions. It's one of his first roles, and he plays a hostage negotiator. It's amazing. He's not even in the movie for very long, but um, warning: it is about Islamic suicide bombers, but it's a comedy. So go check huh. that out. It's really funny. Right. It's a black comedy. And this was all before right. he, this was. Like this was before first. Sherlock and all that. Yeah, he plays a suicide negotiator who is very weird. Maybe right. if you watch it, you can spot when he learns to actually act as a human. And I think this was one of, like, alien. he wasn't playing a role. He just, like, picked a human and he was like, oh, that's what they do. I'm going to talk about asses. <laughs> Got it. All right. And then lastly, guys, we are still doing the show that started it all in Concentrated. So make sure that you check all of those out. You can also be like KB um, and give us feedback. You can send questions and any feedback you have via email to our email address, which is concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. You can drop a message on our Facebook page, which is just Concentrated Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram and do what KB did. Slide up into our uh, DMs on Instagram to give us more insight, share pictures, whatever mm-hmm. you like. Whatever. You know, we like you. We're friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our handle is at Concentrated Pod. And then lastly, you can also be like KB and leave us a voicemail, but don't, you know, don't just agree with Eric because we don't like those voicemails. Um, that number is You can say whatever the fuck you want. 
Right, but you're not right all the time, so don't lie. You're not right all the time. (laughs) Like, just don't lie. I mean, I've I've been right a very large number of them. Oh, I feel like that. Robert Downey Jr. means where he's just like yeah, and then putting the oh yeah, exactly. Uh, But anyhow, you when really you could be the Robert Downey Jr. meme with him smelling something. He's like oh. Get out of here. Be that meme. You're a loser. No. Anyway, our phone KB, number- that, that's your meme. That's you. You're just like, ah, <laughs> a breath of fresh air. Telling these people what's what. Anyway. Telling these women can- what's what? Is that yeah, what you hear? Yeah, you hear that. <laughs> no, no, no. You no. heard. I oh, said people. These people. These people. Got it. Got the it. whole these internet. People. Ladies, gents, theys, thems, anyone. <laughs> guys our voicemail phone number is 301-531-4393 again that is 301-531-4393 so that is it for this week we will see you for sure in two weeks might see you next week who knows we'll see we'll We'll, we'll see how much is in in that episode but yeah definitely for falcon and winter soldier yes (laughs) all right everybody have a great day peace bye Are falling, it's twilight time. Out of the mist, your voice is calling, tis twilight time. When purple colored curtains mark the end of day, I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time.